Hi, I'm Will McHenry, the Program Associate at Ponars Eurasia, and with us today is Marlene Laurel, a Research Professor and Associate Director at the Institute for European, Russian, and Eurasian Studies at GW, and the Co-Director of Ponars Eurasia. Marlene, welcome. Thank you for joining us for this Ponars podcast. You work on ideologies and nationalism in Russia, and you are currently finishing two book projects related to the notion of fascism a monograph and an edited volume. Can you tell us more about the first edited volume? Yes, this edited volume is devoted to the history of the relationship between Russian and European far right since the early 20th century. And the goal is to give the historical context of so far missing of the current honeymoon between Russia and the European far right. Many observers expected that when Russia will once again intervene on the European political scene, it would reactivate Soviet soft power toward the European left. And the fact that Russia's most fervent supporters are now to be found on the right of the ideological spectrum came as a kind of surprise. And what we are trying to show in this edited volume is that the European right and far right have always had Russophile tendencies but these were kind of obscured during the Cold War period when rightist, rightist forces were anti-communist. So the volume is tracing what we have called the intellectual romance between European far right and their Russian and Soviet counterpart. And for that, we are looking at four historical periods, the Tsarist pre-revolutionary period, the immigration of the interwar period, the years of the war and collaboration and the Cold War decades. And we are looking at mutual borrowings of ideology, but also as kind of interpretation and phantasmagorical readings of each other, of the European far right toward Russia or the Soviet Union and of some Russian ideologies toward the European uh, far right. And one of the main conclusions of this collective research is that this mutual attraction is going really deeper than shared posturing and lexicon. It is founded on more structural perception of what nations, nation state, and the world order should be. So we hope the book will be kind of giving this missing historical context of for understanding what is happening now. And what is the topic of the monograph that will be published by the Pittsburgh University Press? So the monograph is looking at that fascism issue, but from another perspective. Putin's Russia has been stating that it is defending Europe against the revival of fascism, and at the, especially, of course, in the 2014 Ukrainian crisis. And at the same time, several politicians and scholars in the West, both in the US and in Europe, especially in Eastern European countries, I've been declaring that Russia became a fascist country. So what I'm trying to do with this book is to escape what I think is the unproductive and heavily loaded debate about whether Russia is a new fascist country or one that defeated historical fascism. And I look at this theme of fascism as a semantically ambiguous, involving and contextualized lexicon. And so I look at how the theme of fascism is deployed in Russian, in today's Russian political culture around, of course, the memory of the Second World War, but I'm also identifying the grassroots trends that can be defined as fascist in Russia 
and I'm looking in the second part of the book at these foreign policy projections and how a kind of mirror game between the West and Russia around the theme of fascism has been taking shape with name-calling strategies on both sides. And so the book argues that fascism is displayed as a kind of ideological tool to decide whether Russia is or is not a legitimate actor on the European scene. So if Russia is defined as a fascist country, then it is not legitimate as a European actor and that the East European uh, positioning. If Russia is fighting against fascism in Europe, then Russia is a legitimate actor on the European scene. That's, of course, Moscow's perspective. So the core point of the book is to show that what is hidden beyond this debate on fascism is Russia's belonging to Europe. What is your next project? So the next project will be uh, looking at Russia's production of ideational and ideological products at the mainstream places of production. I will be trying to analyze the how meanings are created in Russia and at their diversity and plurality, how several places of production are competing with each other, and at exploring what I have been what I call the ideological ecosystems of today's Russia's and at the role of ideological entrepreneurship as a real important feature of contemporary Russia. And the goal of this book will, will be to try to challenge the Western simplistic perception of a unified top-down pattern of ideological production coming from the Kremlin and on the contrary showing that it's a largely plural and diverse debates going on now in Russia. Fascinating. Marlene, thank you again for joining us for this Polnars podcast. Thank you.